Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Monday night edition. Yes, it is on Blog Talk Radio. I know it was up in the air for a little bit there, but uh, I was doing my research on Anchor FM, and uh, there's no real way to do the show set up the way that we have it set up. Uh, we, you know, obviously I, I'm, I'm at the actual station here, the anchored station here in New York, but obviously, you know, Granny down in Arkansas and uh, uh, Icon up in Fargo, North Dakota, they call in in their own ways. We got Otto Von Clutch coming on with us as well. He's calling from California. Anchor FM is designed for everybody to be in the same room doing the podcast. It's all from one basic base. Uh, so, I mean, if, if we were all doing the same podcast, running through the same laptop, then, you know, with, with different microphones, then yes, that could work. Uh, but there, there's no phone call. There's no call on this or whatever. So uh, we are going to be uploading all of our shows onto Anchor FM, and, and I can play with them and add cool sound effects and do cool stuff here and there. And uh, We are going to be getting sponsors um, that are going to have us read the, the commercials live on the air, do the live reads and things, but they will be read here, uploaded to that, or I'll do the read uh, on that, you know, down, you know, copy it as an auto clip and then, uh, you know, uh, run it as a, as a liner spot here. So one of the two, but we'll, we'll, we'll make it work from a monetized standpoint, but I was just playing around with anchor FM, you know, all day today. And that, that's, that's what I came up with. So, um, so what is but anyways, what is how's, uh, how's everyone doing? So what does that tell you? That means that we're technically the only live wrestling podcast on the air right now because everybody, like our friend uh, Conrad Thompson, they record their show and upload it. 
they're not live. Uh, you know, the those those pretenders up in Canada, they're not live. They record it. We are the only live. I mean, Jericho records his. Jim Ross records his. Eric Bischoff. Well, records you know, and, and that's and that's sometimes what what actually makes it like what makes it better in a way. I also don't like it because, you know, coming up in radio uh, the way that I have um, and, and working at a radio show that, yes, every day on the FM station, uh, I'm used to that live thinking on your feet improvisation uh, kind of thing. And, and, you know, this morning I've been talking about my Dallas Cowboys just hiring in Mike McCarthy, and we had to take calls on that and back and forth and this and, and yada, yada. So I like the live aspect of it. What I like about uh, uploading is you can edit it, you can play with it, you can polish it a little bit, you know, you can make it sound shiny and smooth and neat and all that. So, you know, there are things that are said that you know don't always make some of the uploaded copies. Like like um so, like what I just did right there. Some people say um a lot, or some people say like a lot, or they say uh or they make noises or whatever. All that stuff can be cut out of an uploaded one because it all can be edited. So, you know, I, I like the, the live idea. We have live in the name. So, I, I you know, I'd like to roll with it, and I think we should upload them the exact way that they're heard on the air as well to sort of keep the Attitude Era Live uh, mantra going once we do put them up on the Anchor FM site. You know, the other thing is with us being live, it's like mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff used to say on Monday Night Show, anything could happen at any time. Nothing is staged here. Nothing is pre-set up. We don't pay for our guests. We don't give them questions ahead of time. And we book ahead of time. And we don't know what's going to happen when we book, like, wrestling companies, which we have several Mm -hmm. coming on this month, by the way. Uh, I also want to let you guys know, real quick, who we got coming on tonight. Uh, We have... Uh, and I, I, I've been looking forward to this guy. He's the big man, Mr. Nafam. Uh, he's going to be on with us. Uh, we are going to have, um, oh, this guy, uh, the uh, catech- uh, uh, catechism will be with us. And uh, a returning guest, uh, Victoria Reds- uh, Redstall, uh, you may remember her. Uh, mm-hmm. You know she's been she's been in a few movies, but you know she's been doing a lot of political stuff. And we usually don't talk politics on this show because it usually starts in a fight. But you know I we're allowing her to come and uh, you know talk about some of her causes. We may agree, we may disagree. That doesn't matter. We want to have we want to have a a good interview. You know where it's not going to be boring. Because when people have the same view on everything, it gets boring. It's like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. We don't agree. We agree. I mean, it it, it, it gets old fast when everybody has the same opinion about something. And we sometimes have the same opinion about wrestling, like Monday Night Raw, how the wedding angle sucks and how Oscar should never be allowed to talk again, stuff like that. But – well, we also need to why, have, wait a minute. Why shouldn't Oscar be allowed to talk? Did you hear her interview earlier? Well, she's Japanese, bro. Like, I mean, 
say that foreign superstars not allowed to talk? That's not what I'm saying. Well, you basically are. (laughs) What I'm saying is she could use she could use some she could use some coaching on her mic skills. Is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, sure. I, I I hear you there, but I mean, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura is the same way. You know, I mean, nobody these guys don't English is not their first language, and. You know, I think unless you're going to have him be a character like the early Kane, speak, um, you know, you're you're going to have to have these kind of microphone things every once in a while. So I, I'm okay with it. I, I think it actually makes them seem um, seem more authentic. You know, like look look at look at Lana for example, she was ravishing Russian, and she had that that thick, you know, uh, Eastern European accent and. All this stuff, and uh, you know, and now all of a sudden she just sounds like a normal girl next door. Same thing with Rusev, you know. So I just, um, I, I think, I think, I think it makes their characters sound so much more believable if they actually sound like what they look like. So I'm with it. I'm all for it. And uh, real quick, I want to let everybody know uh, that next week we're going to have another three-person uh, uh, show. Uh, we're going to have the Arkansas Girls High School Wrestling Team. We're going to mm. have uh, Misty. All five of them. And nice. we're going to have Jared Parsons Wrestling TV. And you have to listen to the whole show. The Icon has got a couple legends coming on in the next couple weeks. But you have to be listening to the end of the show to find out who those legends are. My birthday show, January 27th, is going to be at big damn show and I made sure of that so so stay tuned I'll let everybody know uh, who those who those uh, who they will be hmm. so that's uh, is is Ottawa yep well at least his number's on anyway And uh, I, I have a few things for Otto coming up in the next two weeks, too. Uh, we have different wrestling promotions uh, calling in. Um, maybe we can uh, get him booked with some of these other promotions. And uh, when he uh, when his career is launched, he can have me as a manager, and I can uh, we can finally start making money at this little wrestling business thing. You know, but that's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, where uh, is... Uh... The auto's number is on, but it doesn't. Hold on, it says says he was on hold. May, 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 uh, it now, he was on the. Is he here hello? now? Oh, okay. You just muted me. That's so, yeah, no, okay. That, that's so weird because I had him. I had him on the unmute. I had him on the unmute, and and then all of a sudden, you know, because I'm looking at my screen here, and all the microphone icons are lit up, but then I I. Uh, I was looking underneath, and it said hold time 13 minutes. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's not going to keep a time if they're on. So then I had to re-mute and then unmute again. And, oh, you know, yeah, bro. good old technology, man, I'll tell you. It's, uh, What's up, everybody? Hey, Otto. So, hey, big swing. Hey, Otto. I got a trivia question to ask you, and then we'll see if you can help me win money or if I got to pay up to my coworker next week or tomorrow, actually. So what? here's the trivia question. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, uh, 
one of my coworkers has been listening to the show, right? And I told him that I I pretty much know what my co-hosts think and how they would respond to a certain question. And oh, okay. really? And uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to ask him a question. I'm going to I bet you this is what his answer is going to be. And we have a bet of 20 bucks that the way I say you're going to answer is not the way that you're going to answer. Um, okay, Icon, before you ask the question, never tell us what the bet is because now I, I now I'm intentionally going to answer it differently. Like you, you should have just asked. <laughs> well, uh, can, I, can I time in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, we always come on now. You shoot, you shoot like that. We can tell you when you shoot an interview. We know exactly what you're gonna say, Icon. <laughs> I mean, come on now. You want us to be creative? We'll be super, super juicy creative. If that's what you want to see. Well, there you go. So the question is, <laughs> if if it ever happens, which it probably never will. How if they had a if you have the option to see an evening gown match between Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss, would you a like to see it, b not want to see it, or c I hope they just rip everything off? You want me to tell you what I think? Well, I got Well, yeah. Then uh, we'll ask Big Swing his take on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just hop on just because I am a wrestler. I'm gonna have to say this: we are so past that stage of of these women, Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. These are top notch competitors. I don't think that they even need to be seen in that spotlight of an evening gown match because these two women, these are like I mean well, these was, women right here are just hands down take down anybody. So I think that that doesn't even really need to be not say said. I mean we could say whatever we want, but. I just feel that, uh, I mean, come on now. That that doesn't even need, never, who needs to see that? And I feel like Granny Holster would say the same thing on me on that one. Yeah, well, the choice was actually Alexa Bliss, not Sasha Banks. Well, either way, I, I kind of, I'll admit, I didn't, um, I didn't really hear much of the question after Alexa Bliss. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, he wants to see these two girls in an evening gown match. What would you want to see? A, oh, B, or C? Evening gown some, match? Um, something like that. Some sort of gimmick. Uh, no, not evening gown match because that's too much clothing. Well, that I'm was thinking like... It okay. was A, would you like to see them in an evening gown match? A, yes. B, no. Or C, I just hope they rip everything off. Oh, well then, yes, yeah, C. But but I mean like well, good. everything off like, no. like like like, like I, I wanted to be like HBO naked, bucks. not cable naked, you know. You just wanted me twenty bucks. Yeah, a- a- HBO naked, not not uh, not uh, cable naked, but yeah. yeah. No respect here for the women. Yeah, well, some of them, some some of them I do, and and hey, they're great competitors, but they're not. Um, that wasn't the question. I mean, was the question is, hey, do I think that Alexa Bliss, you know. Or, or any of these women, Charlotte Flair deserves to headline WrestleMania for the first time ever in history, which they did last year. Yes, I liked it. I thought it was a cool thing. But that wasn't the question. Our, the question our, was, are they attractive, and would you see them less dressed? Yes, I would. I mean, I just think it's a natural male thing. I, I, I'm not sure. Our, our first guest to be calling in was 305 number. 
305. Mr. 305, it's not Pitbull, is it, Mr. 305? Nope. <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> I like that big swing. Mr. 305. Um, and now, Icon, uh, let, 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 me, let me ask you this. Um, I... Actually, now let me ask you this. Let me let me let me make this comparison. Um, you know, obviously the WWE Network. I've been watching, you know, a lot a lot of the old shows to try to catch back up on things. And you know what this reminds me of? This era. This era. Everyone everyone complains and and everything nowadays. And oh, it's it's too soft and it's this and it's just, this era kind of reminds me a little bit of like ninety three, ninety four, ninety five. Um, you know. Obviously, more technology. I mean, they didn't have the big Titantron back then and all that stuff. But, I mean, like, you know, the flashy outfits, the big personalities, the, you know, the the good uh, the, the good athletes who weren't necessarily the best promo cutters. Living in the um, past. The, yeah, the, the, the not very good storyline angles, but still, you know, still watchable, but not entertaining. Like, it kind of reminds me of 93, 94, 95, even some of 92 – and you all know what led in, what that all led into. So I'm thinking another Attitude Era type of thing is coming, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, but but I, I don't. I, I think now WWE is starting to get into that a little bit more. We're starting to see a little bit more physicality in matches. We're starting to see a little bit, you know, the curb stomp is back. You know, we're starting to see a little bit more explicit things. You know, like uh, the, the first word, the first three words used on Monday Night Raw tonight were Happy New Year, bitches. And that was Paul Heyman. So, I mean, I, I think we're I think we're, we're starting to transition a little bit back into something um, like what the Attitude Era was. I think it's going to be a lot slower of a transition period. Um, but I definitely think that uh, that's starting to get there. Because, I mean, Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon's starting to make less and less money and probably less money than he's ever made uh, being the owner. So, I think he's How do you know that, Big Queen? Well, because it, 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 I read all the wrestling forums, and they're saying that, you know, Vince McMahon right now is freaking out, not because his product sucks, but because his bank account is ah, So You guys yeah. are tripping. Yeah. McMahon's not making the same money he did in the Attitude Era, that's for sure. He, 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 he can he's making more money, bro. Are you kidding me? He can barely fill arenas right now. You, you know why when you watch Raw, it's all black. Like, you can see the fans, and then it's all black and dark-lighted around the top because there's nobody in the, there's nobody in the arena. <laughs> That's why they have to do that. Those so, are little aliens that we can't see. Those are the, those are the aliens from outer space, brah. So, <laughs> so be, looking for our, be looking for our guest. He should be calling in, or else I might have to call in and see what's going on. All right. Icon's hot right here. Icon's about to just... Body slam our guest tonight, folks. That is correct. Uh, hey, uh, Granny, a, um, how are you doing tonight, honey? How's Granny? Me? Um, yes, you. I, I, well, I've been okay. I mean, it's been a rough week. My son had his first eye surgery last Thursday, but oh, it went really goodness. well. And he had cater- he had a really bad cataract on his right eye. and But his eye is looking really good. And the eye doctor was really concerned with it for the fact that he's on, he's only 32 years old. But because he's oh a borderline God. diabetic, they said it's not uncommon. But the first eye surgery went really well. They're going to do the second one on the 16th of January on his left eye. And then next month, they'll get his new prescription for his glasses. Um, 
My husband just what? found out the day after New Year's, you know, what a way to bring 2020 in a new year, you know. Um, after 48 years of being with his employer, basically they are taking away his position of what he does, and as of the end of this month, he will no longer have a job. Yeah, but, 48 you know, years, he, wow. Yeah, yeah, but he, he, he does get, you know, because in 2005 he quit for 30 days so he could start getting his retirement so, I mean, we're going to be okay, but, you know, money's going to be a little tight, you know, for a while till we kind of get things straightened out. But yeah, um, I think it's pretty crappy that, you know, I, I wish that, I mean, I'm not a vengeful person, but, you know, when you don't appreciate your longtime employees, you know, and you kind of treat them like crap anyways, you know, it's 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 pretty bad, you know, and it's just so. I mean, I've had a lot going on the last few days, you know. So, but it'll be okay, Granny. You'll be okay, you know. Be okay, I mean, Granny Holster. Well, you know. We're, well, we're I went to a wrestling. We're starting to realize here that loyalty doesn't mean a damn thing anymore to anybody. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. I. The company that I worked for for 14 years, uh, when the doctor took me off work because of my health, they were like, you have the option of voluntarily quitting or we're going to fire you. That was that was my thing, you know. So, no, loyalty huh. doesn't mean a thing anymore, you know. <laughs> but I went to a wrestling show Saturday night up in Gravid, Arkansas, the little organization that I go to that I'm president of their fan club for. And one of the guys that was there wrestling, I, I know the wrestler, haven't seen him for a couple of years, I guess. It's been a couple of years since I've seen Jake Durden. And he actually started to come out to the crowd, and he started to walk up to this little group of kids. And this one little girl, he scared her half to death. She started crying. And, oh, boy. boy, you know, Granny, Granny loves her kids, you know. And, I mean, I just stood right in front of those kids, and I got right in Jake's face. And Jake's probably six five, six six, maybe. I just look up at him, and I'm putting my finger in his face. I said, you, Jake Jordan, get out of here. Leave these kids alone. You go back to the back where you're supposed to be. Get out of here right now. And everybody just, Granny Holster, Granny. I mean, the Granny chant started. <laughs> and my one buddy, my my one wrestling friend, he he patted my he he tapped my son on the shoulder. He says, "Hey, look." He says, "I think he says, I think Granny's getting ready to slap Jake Durden there." <laughs> oh, I mean, definitely possible. Definitely possible. Well, and, and, but, plus, uh, and plus the fact, and plus the fact, Granny was very happy Saturday. When the Patriots lost to the Titans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was doing my little happy dance. Because, see, my Chiefs, oh, Granny, they had a bye week. It's so funny because... My, uh, my Chiefs had a bye week, and so now we play the Texans. Yeah, Sunday. that's going to be a win. So, you know. Texans barely got by Buffalo. You know, but for, but but for the most part, I mean, I you know, I'm okay. I just you know have a lot going on. But you know, matter of fact, I'm down at my son's. I've been staying here at my son's apartment, you know, helping take care of him, putting the eye drops in, you know, his eyes because he's got to have these drops four times a day, 
for a mm-hmm. week and then three times a day for a week and then two times a day for a week and then one time a day for a week. So, And if you've ever tried to put eye drops in your eyes, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. It's not that hard, Granny. So, but, you know, it's okay. But, you know, but thanks for asking, Otto. I appreciate it, you know, but it's, you know, it's and, and I told my husband, I said, well, you know what? I said, you may go to work in the morning and they may just tell you to go on home. So, you know, if they do, he'll he just load up his like stuff. like a bouncer, a bouncer hmm? for like a strip club. That's what your husband should be, be a bouncer oh, for my a husband, strip club. Honey, <laughs> my husband, my, honey, my, hus- my husband, my husband is about five foot five. Oh, that's he, what I'm saying. No one's going to be able to get around him. Well, he couldn't be a bouncer. He's too short. Mm. He's too short. Oh, well. So. I mean, too short. You can I ask mean, the big he's a couple. He's a couple. He knows those bouncers. They don't have to be too tall. Yeah, he's a couple inches shorter than I am. No, but they have to be. you know. They have to be taller than you know, than a certain. I mean, I mean, there's no like requirement. Like, like if you go into. Uh, if you if you you know walk in and say hey I'd like to be a bouncer and yada 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 and there's no requirement as to you know it's a height um but yeah it's it's probably not the best idea especially since you well, know I'm I'm you know, and and are my 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 husband my husband will be 68 years old oh well yeah there is an age thing so. that's you so, by the way right I, there, I, I can't love. the 305's not on with us by the way. So you want to call well, uh, well, here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to try and get our second guest on earlier. Well, and, uh, we'll imagine just, that. Uh, well, you know what happens, we'll just... Icon. You try to get the second guest on earlier, and as soon as the second guest comes on, the first guest calls in, and then they're pissed because they got to wait for the second guest. Just try to get the first one. Uh, I, I'm trying. I'm getting no response. No. Oh, well, let, me right. little, let me shoot a little bit real quick. Shoot the shit. Yeah. Here we go. So, guys, I know the the people on the airways. There's a few things you got to check out that the Otto von Clutch is doing, man. We got some big things happening. There's a company in Burbank called Wrestling Pro Wrestling, and uh, we had a big event a few weeks back, and it's run by uh, Brian Kendrick and a guy named Serial Man and a few other guys, Gary Tickles, and they actually have a big Tickles. event happening. <laughs> uh, yes, Gary Tickles. Yes. <laughs> This is, if you've okay. never seen Wrestling Pro Wrestling, go on YouTube and check out Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Uh, I mean, a lot last year, but the last one was Turkey Mania 3. And, uh, you know, the, the theme of the night was Die Hard. And it's comedy wrestling, but it's still wrestling. I mean, people could get very hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still a lot of athleticism going on. And if you want to see a crazy mm-hmm. show that you've never could imagine wrestling could be like, mm-hmm. Check out Wrestling Pro Wrestling on YouTube. But uh, we got a lot of things happening this month, guys. We got a lot of big news happening. But, you know, I know we have this guest very excited. I think it was our first guest going to be Icon, the uh, Nam fam. Supposed to be, but I don't. Uh, I, something happened. Now, I was know this guy, uh, this, this guy, I see that you promoted this guy as a wrestler that was on uh, MLW. Is that correct? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was. Yeah, don't don't be salty, Icon. Don't be salty. I know. He, I know he's gonna call in because the night is still young. Well, we, know, we, get, we, young. we got three guests tonight, though. You know. 
That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll it'll all work out in in the icon's favor. Um, well, so let well, me here, see. Well, here's the thing, though, Otto. Uh, just yes, so you sir. Know, uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we got uh, several different wrestling organizations coming on. Maybe we can get you booked yep. with one of them as well. You know, and then uh, I, you know, I got booking. Well, yeah. Icon, I'm you know, gonna be wrestling all three days during Summer uh, SummerSlam week, and I got bookings in the UK, Germany. I got bookings happening in the East Coast, the West Coast, the Midwest. I, this this year is gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be hitting already 13 states this year, so it's gonna be hot. But whatever you have to offer, I'll check it out. But let me tell you what, the Flying Clutchman is everywhere. But I, I can I can make it happen. I want to be able to perform where you're by. I'll wrestle in North Dakota in a barn somewhere on a rolling beautiful hill, hillside somewhere with some sheep or whatever, like physical yeah. sheep animals. I love them. sheep are beautiful. And, uh, you know, it would be fun, you know. But, hey, well, we might big swing. Have, I'm down to wrestle in New York a, City, bro. Uh, I could probably Bandit. arrange that. Mm-hmm. Get you here from Maui Bandits. That would be cool. Mm. Holy Madness? Maui. Maui. Like the Hawaii Maui, Maui Madness. Oh, Maui Wowie. Yeah. Well, which is funny that. because they, 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 they do a Maui Madness event in Fargo, North Dakota with five and a half feet of snow on the mountain. They're sending people to Hawaii. I'm like, well, all right. Interesting. And the theme <laughs> is Hawaii? Yeah. Dude, bro, let's all go out there, man. Let's use the frequent flyer miles and let's go, man. Pack the bag. Might as well just yeah, bring the surfboards too and surf the snow. <laughs> yeah, they, they have those. They're called they're called snowboards. <laughs> Dude, I can't worth a hoot, bro. And you know what's been a miracle tonight is the night the Von Klutz, ninety sixth floor of the Hilton down here in Universal City. And, you know, I can't believe my phone is working right now, and we have no guests to talk to. So I'm going to start cutting it hard. My name is Otto Von Kutch, and you are listening to the Attitude Era Live, and we are having a good time. If you want to call in, please call in 713-955-0359. Big Swing, Granny Hulkster, Icon, Otto Von Clutch. we are here. Well, obviously that so, um, is something because we do have somebody on with us now, Icon. It's a four seven nine number. Yeah, it's our Beautiful. second guest, so we'll we'll go we'll go with it. Um. Okay, I will do that. Let me get to that screen. Had a boom, had a bing. All right, we are ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. About to step in the ring with us right now. He is what you would call the big man in the ring right now. The psychotic survivor. He is. This is Cataclysm, the psychotic savior. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with host Icon and the big swinging granny Ulster. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, we have, uh, well, we have about, uh, well, we have about uh, 30 minutes with you, maybe a little more. Uh, depending on, uh, you know, how things go and uh, how weird this is going to get, but we'll see what happens. But what we're going to do here 
is we're going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, interview you. I'll, I'll start with a question, and we'll kind of go around round table, and then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tough stuff. So uh, give us a little background about yourself. Uh, Okay, well, I'll give you a heads up. I did take my medication, so I'm a little more coherent than normal. <laughs> but, again, I am cataclysm. Uh, I wrestle in and around Arkansas primarily. I've uh, been doing uh, roughly about five years. But I'm old. Oh, there you go, so it's okay. Arkansas. <laughs> but primarily... Uh, I, I wrestled primarily AWO, uh, Arkansas Wrestling Organization, and ASWF, uh, All-Star Wrestling Federation out of Tuckerman, Arkansas. Uh, trained by Josh Cross right here in Arkansas as well. Uh, primarily, that's about it. You know, just, you know, as long as I take my meds, I'm okay, though. So, <laughs> Well, uh, we can definitely tell, and don't take this the wrong way, but you never tell you're definitely on something, and it sounds like you could be on the stuff that uh, Icon likes to take, but we'll talk about that later. So, <laughs> in, your, in your tenure in the business, you know, you mentioned that uh, you've, been in, you've been in the business for five years, and you've been with a couple of different organizations. Which organization have you been with the longest? Um, that would be ASWF. Uh, uh, about six months in to doing this, I started working for them, and I have been a mainstay with excuse me a mainstay with them the entire time. I've held every active championship they have, and probably one of the more recognized guys, you know, just mainly because I'm I'm one of the few masked wrestlers, if not one of the only masked wrestlers in Arkansas. So now, now hmm. are you are you a current champion right now? Uh, no, I am not, but I am uh, in the process of obtaining the heavyweight championship at ASWF. Well, the good news is uh, anybody that's been on our show that's won for a championship is always is a lie. won. And uh, I'm proud to update we are now uh, 1,400 and 0, so we've got to keep the streak. And for those of you who guys have not, never seen uh, Cataclysm before, uh, he kind of reminds me of a monster version of Kane, so we just kind of put that in your, you know, in your thought process. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard those comparisons quite a bit. You know, kind of a Kane, Wyatt, even a, a Waylon Mercy combination. You know, <laughs> lots are going to be in Waylon Mercy's hands. Uh, oh, I, I love I, that I stuff. Can, <laughs> I, I can see that. So now, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself to be a a baby face, a heel, an in between, or are you uh, what the crowd decides you're going to be? Uh, typically, uh, more more towards the the baby face side, uh, mainly because, like I said, most people tend to like like the the weirdness. So it doesn't really matter what I do; they they seem to still want to cheer me. Uh, but yeah, I lean more towards the face side. Every once in a while, I have to get a little dirty with things, you know. But for the most part, yeah, I'm I'm pretty, pretty, pretty much a pretty fan favorite, you know. <laughs> um, 
Catechism, huh. our guest here. we got uh, 25 minutes here with Catechism, maybe a little longer. Uh, well, Granny, you know, he said he sometimes can get dirty, and he is from Arkansas. What do you got for our guest, Catechism? we got 25 minutes. Well, hello. This is Granny Holkster. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a huge fan. Now, I actually live in Arkansas. And I know. I've, I know. I've seen, I've seen you. You've seen me. Okay. Okay. When SAW was still running around the Fort Smith area, I was working security uh, and remember uh-huh. seeing you a few times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Granny, yeah, because uh, I was going to ask. Granny, no, I go ahead. you hit him with your team. No, I did not. No, I did not. No, I did not. No, I, I did not. I, I, but I know how to run. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. But yeah, so, so, I, I've not heard. I mean, I think I've heard of one of the organizations you were talking about. But where do you primarily wrestle at now? I mean, ASWF. Yeah, ASWF and. Okay, see, I wasn't familiar with that one, but I've heard of the other organization that you were talking about. I mean, I've heard the name. I don't think I, I know anybody that you might wrestle with, but because I see, I live in Springdale, Arkansas, is where I'm from, and you know, so um, what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever had? Ooh, that that. Well, it more came along the line of a combination of two matches because I was in the ring for over an hour. Uh, I had a a hardcore match that went about 40 Sorry. minutes with Josh Cross uh, and then went right into a tag match where I tagged with uh, superstar Bill Dundee against Josh <laughs> Cross and uh, Kid Crazy. So I would say that would probably be the most challenging, mainly not just physically, but mentally being able to, you know, my old self doing something that for that long, you know? Yeah. Well, granny still does pretty much what granny does. I can still talk some pretty good smack to the heels. Like you've seen me do when you were yes, ma'am. You know, doing security for saw, you know what granny can do. Cause you've seen me in action. So, you know, yes, ma'am. It's, kind of yes, ex- ma'am. it's kind of exciting <laughs> having you. It's kind of exciting having you on our show tonight because I've been helping with this podcast for, well, I guess a little over a year now, you know, and everything, and I've been really enjoying, you know, do, working the podcast with Big Swing and Icon, and, and now Otto, you know, calls in quite frequently, and, you know, he's a lot of fun to work with, too, so it's really an honor to have you on our show tonight, you know. Well, I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. So, my main, like my said, main thing that I want out of this, though, is I want – more eyes on Arkansas wrestling in general because, you know, hmm. we have a lot of good companies, you know, in the works going here. You've got, like, ASWF has been running for – well, ASWF has been running for 20 years uh, in Tuckerman area. Uh, you have MCW in Osceola, Arkansas, that's been running for years, uh, Big Daddy LaFont's. Uh You have uh, SECW which uh, is in the same location, used to be OCW in Hoxie. You have SCW that's running in a Hot Springs area. You have WCWA up in Fayetteville, uh, AWO in the Russellville area. 
uh, ACW, uh, Arkansas Championship Wrestling, <sighs> Wrestling Federation in uh, Gravette. Gravette. I mean, Gravette. 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 I apologize. I'm okay. originally from Louisiana, so I, I, I'm still learning some of the pronunciations around well, here. Well, the ACW, <laughs> Arkansas Championship Wrestling, just recently started back in – they've only had just a few shows. I mean, this has only been about their probably third or fourth show. I mean, they um, they haven't been running very long, but they've been having a really good turnout uh WCWA, you know, and then we also have uh, Mid States uh, wrestling. Oh, yeah. Sometimes the wrestles out of Harrison, you know, and they've been doing shows again down in the Harrison area. And sometimes they'll do their shows up in Springfield, Missouri, but they start running their shows again. Yeah. And of course, we've right. got CWA. We've got CWA that runs a lot in Maumelle and down by North Little Rock. And they've done some shows in Hot Springs too. So you know, um, we've got a lot of good companies um, in Arkansas. You know, I was glad to see WCWA start uh, because Fayetteville's just like, and now they're actually moving. I don't know if you know this or not, but WCWA, they're actually moving to Springdale, they got their own building and they're going to have their training center set up in that same building where they're going to be doing their shows at instead of the Fayetteville Town Center. And that's even closer for me to come to watch my wrestling shows. So, Well, that's, that's good because they have a lot of really good young talent there that that is really exemplifying um, what, you know, what we're trying to purvey here in Arkansas. You know, is that it's not just one style of wrestling that can excel in this area. You know, you have a wide variety. You've got your big guys. You've got your old school guys. But then you also have your young guys that can move, you know, your technical guys. I mean, there's a wide variety in Arkansas that, that pretty much you can go to any show and get any type of wrestling that you enjoy to watch. And that's what, like I said, that's what we want here, you know. That's what we want. We want a variety of things, you know. That's good. Uh, Catechism is our guest here. We've got about uh, 18 minutes here. We'll uh, probably go a little longer because uh, our third guest uh, will be on a little later. So if you can hang with us, we'll, we'll keep you on, which is good. But uh, we're going to kind of continue to go around the room here. Now, Catechism, I want to uh, introduce you to uh, a, a fellow wrestler, uh, Otto Von Clutch. And uh, I know you guys can kind of compare notes here. And uh, see who could take who in a match. So, Audubon, what do you got for our guest? Catechism. What's going on, brother? Hey, I have a few questions for you, real quick, brother. Audubon Clutch here. How you doing? What's going on, buddy? Hey, brother. So, real quick, I just have a quick question. I heard you were trained by a guy named Josh Cross, correct? Yes, sir. And who who trained Josh Cross? Uh, I Josh know Cross? he. If you could fill us in a little bit about him. Well, uh, he is he is an Arkansas wrestler. Uh, he was uh, trained some by Rodney Mack, uh, and outside of that, uh, primarily Arkansas-based wrestlers. Uh, he has done a lot with uh, uh, guys like Ray Ray, uh, some with Austin Lane, uh, a few others that you know have done stuff around this area primarily. 
And does Josh Cross is he like one of the? He's a promoter for ASWF or or who? who like, uh, does he have a school in Arkansas or? Uh, no, like no, 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 no. How does that work? Well, we do have a training uh, a training school at uh, ASWF in Tuckerman. Nice. Uh, we uh, we train uh, days of shows uh, primarily right now, and then like say if it's a, a Saturday that uh, some of us may not go somewhere else or something like that, we open up the building for the trainees to come in and work some more. Uh, the way you said it, though, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, right here, when you were listing off some of those names, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I counted ten that you named off uh, companies in Arkansas. So, I mean, you being an independent wrestler in Arkansas, there's a lot of opportunities, it looks like. I mean, are you wrestling every every week? I mean, I imagine you probably are. I mean, what's your schedule like up there or over there? Well, well, as of right now, I primarily just do ASWF because uh, – you know, I'm older. My knees don't work as good as they used to. So okay. every once in a while, I got to take a weekend off because, you know, just to rest the old bones up. But, uh, right, I mean, right. you know, if I, if I, if I pushed it, yeah, I, you know, I definitely could pretty easily. But uh, it's just more of a matter of fact of just uh, trying to uh, help promote the shows that I am primarily a part of because my Absolutely. number one goal is I know, I know I haven't been doing this as long as a lot of guys that are my you age. For five years, correct? Yes, sir. But yes, sir. like I said, I know most people my age have been doing it, you know, 15 to 20 years. I know I only have a limited amount of time to do this because I started at a later age. So Dang my number one goal, uh, let's see, 34, no, 35, yes, 34. Sir, you know what? You got to think about guys like Boogeyman and Diamond Dallas and there's been other guys I know easily, but there's been more guys that have started later on in their career. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You look like a beast, man. Your your photos look like you're a freaking animal. <laughs> uh, I can say it was Photoshop, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh I'm just kidding. man. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. So, I'm so not very photogenic. Is that like so. is that when you talk about the guy that you've learned the most from in the ring? Like, I mean. I've wrestled guys like Rey Mysterio, John Morrison, Rikishi, uh, Gangrel. There's a lot of different guys I've been in the ring with. Bill Dundee, is that the guy that you feel like when you were in the ring with him, it just everything clicked? You just feel like it was just like, wow, this is, awesome. uh, this is the way it's supposed to be? Well, I mean, uh, you kind of got me in a catch on this one because, uh, you know, honestly, you know, he he at the time, he really just – didn't seem like he was in the moment of, of okay. wanting to be there. I can honestly say uh, it sounds kind of kind of rude to say. I'm not trying to disrespect him or anything like that, you know. But sounds like uh, you are. No, I'm just well, <laughs> no. no, I mean, and there's just some people, you know, you just you click with, and you and some you don't click with. Uh, yeah, man. you know, he you works. He works David, the very. Huh? He works the very old school style. Most of the guys that that I'm I, I run with and that I, I'm in the ring with stuff like that are more of okay, the okay. Time out real quick. So we don't even have to talk about Bill no more. It's okay. We won't even talk about Bill. But hey, <laughs> let me ask you this: So are a lot of guys that you're working are they doing a lot of are they old school like you know uh, in depth bruisers in the ring? Are you wrestling guys? 
Are you wrestling guys that are like bruisers, NWA, 1970s style? Are you wrestling guys that are, I hate to even say this on the air because I'm not one to use terminology. I don't want to mention that on the air personally, but um, are they a spot fest? They like to do a lot of spots. Well, I mean, of course there's a lot of guys that like that style, but there's most no of longevity them, in that. Well, most of them know though. I don't have a, a very good memory, so <laughs> that doesn't really work with me. It ends up being just a complete complete cluster. Uh, so I'm more of a I don't know. I guess you would say like a, like a hybrid style. I have a, a old school mentality, but I can I can do a lot of the other type of type of uh wrestling per se uh hmm. i mean i'm you know so i'm, you I'm a bigger lucha guy style? were you trained like a luchador were you trained i mean how, how are you i mean you're you're so you're more of a bruiser it sounds like yes i am more of a brawler bruiser but i can throw some you know some technical uh a little bit of flying stuff but not too much because Jane like i said i got old bones I can do some, yes, but uh, most don't, of the time it doesn't. Don't tell on yourself, man. Don't tell on yeah. yourself. You're a young, young bird flying high. It's good. <laughs> well, most of the time, it, it my my style does not call for that. I guess you would say, you know, I'm just going to grab a hold of you and try to try to try to try to tear something and just okay. We're the whole body part. Huh? <laughs> tear now, break them down like a big tree. <laughs> We got about uh, well, we got about eleven minutes here left, uh, and uh, we'll come. We'll we'll circle back to me because I got. I'm going to hit you with the tough questions. But uh, all right, what do you got for our guest here, Catechism? Uh, we'll say we got about fifteen minutes here left. Go ahead. What do you got? Well, I mean, kind of take us through your uh, your progress. I mean, your your path to getting to where you're at. Why did you want to become a wrestler? Who did you look up to when you were younger? And uh, you know, right. what, what, when did you make that decision as, hey, you know, this is something I'm going to do as, as a profession? But you look physically gifted. I mean, you could have played, like, football or something. I, I, I'm just wondering why you chose wrestling. Well, in all honesty, when I was younger, I I was, uh, when I, uh, what was it, late 80s, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, when he, uh, oh, the man. When, <laughs> Well, when he won the first ever Royal Rumble, my dad was telling me about it. And I remember the look on his face, because that was my dad's favorite wrestler. I remember the look on his face, how much joy it gave him. You know, and I was just like, man, that's something I want to do one day. I want to be able to put that kind of look on somebody's face. You know, that when they talk about me, it just, it brings, you know, some kind of emotion out of them. But come 18, 19 years old, I have a massive three-wheeler wreck. I have to have both my knees pretty much replaced. I have multiple broken bones, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I had an opportunity at a basketball scholarship that I couldn't take because of it, you know. So I just kind of put myself on the shelf from doing anything for years until one day uh, I was out and about and I bumped into Josh Cross. We had mutual friends. And I talked to him about what I wanted to do with myself, that I wanted to get into it because I knew he did. And he offered to work with me to to get me to this level to where I could step into a ring and be able to 
put a smile on someone's face or to make them to hate me or whatever I wanted to out of it, you know? Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned that, uh, you know, you had a basketball scholarship. Uh, uh, I actually turned down a, a welding scholarship to graduate class in March, uh, and I decided to go to the radio instead. <laughs> oh, man. It always sucks when you have to turn, around, turn down free money. <laughs> yeah, uh, big swing missed the cue on that. But anyway, uh, we're going to kind of circle back here. Uh, we have catechism with our guest here. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you a couple hard-hitting questions, and then I'll kind of lighten it up a little bit. Uh, all right. Now, I ask all our independent wrestling guests this question. No one has ever answered the same, so I'll put it to you. It's a two-part question. First part. Let's say you're out there uh, and uh, you're seen by a WWE official or an AEW, and they come up to you after the show and say, hey, you know what? we want to give you a tryout, and they offer you a contract. Part. part. Uh, I'm, I'm having a really hard time hearing you. There's some kind of weird, weird like somebody's breathing really hard into the phone. What is that? I have no idea who that is. I'm really not sure. Hang on a second. That's weird. Hang on. It's somebody's line. All right, let's see. All right, now now go. Okay, so it's a, it's a two-part question. If the let's say the WWE or AEW uh offers you a multi-million dollar contract, two-part question. One is that something you'd want to do, and B, if you do get that, would you still uh, not not still talk to us and still be our friend? I'd... Well, that's on that's on Granny's line. That's weird. All right, continue. Okay. <laughs> well, and honestly, that is a loaded question. Uh, honestly, like you know, AEW has a, a less rigorous schedule, so that would be something that would be definitely interesting. Uh, money-wise, either way would be phenomenal. But uh, in all honesty, WWE, they're, they're, the way their schedule is and the way I, I honestly don't know if I could handle being on the road like that and that that rigor, rigorous of a schedule, you know, five, six, seven, eight, you know, matches a week. I, I don't know if my body could hold up to what they would require out of me, you know. So, I mean, it's honestly, it would be something I would love to do. But I don't know if I physically or mentally possibly even could could handle the strenuous part, side of it. Uh, but as for the friend thing, I love everybody. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Kevin Kissam is our guest here. We've got about uh, 10 minutes here left with Kevin. So now – Another thing as a wrestler, every wrestler has a great finishing maneuver. We want us to tell you what is yours, what is it called, what's involved, and then we'll see if one of us will volunteer to have you practice it on us. <laughs> well, I personally call it a tragic ending. Uh, technically, it is a a uh, variation of the Emerald Plosion, to where you're on the shoulder like a power slam, hook around the back of the head. And then just pretty much just drill them, you know. So it's it's pretty basic, but it gets the job done. 
That's awesome. Uh, Cash Kim is our guest here, and uh, we're going to allow you to do this, and we'll uh, we'll continue the interview because our next uh, guest is scheduled for another 20 minutes. So, uh, now, if our fans wanted to check you out and uh, see what you're doing and what you're up to. Uh, yeah, but we do have somebody on, Icon. We have okay. the 870 number. I don't know if that's the next guest or what, but. That, well, just that's an Arkansas second. number. 870. Uh, do, do, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a YouTube? You got a Twitter? You got a GoFundMe? You got a Twitch? What do you got? Uh, Facebook, uh, Cataclysm Wrestler. Uh, Instagram is Cataclysm underscore Manai, M-A-N-I-A-E. Because that is the name of our faction, uh, and it uh, it is the same thing on Twitter as well, Cataclysm Manai. And then YouTube, uh, you just have to YouTube Cataclysm Wrestler, and it'll pull up an ugly picture of my of my masked face. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you. Uh, well, I, I guess we have a we have a caller on from Arkansas. Uh, put the caller in, and then. Uh, uh, be ready to screen it if it's something that we know it is. But uh, uh, would you be willing to uh, take a call, the catechism? Well, they're already on. Uh, yeah, I already, I already put them through, yeah. All right, caller, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Jake Foy. I'm out of Walnut Ridge, Arkansas, and I'm one of the few that <laughs> have gotten to come and see uh, Mr. Cataclysm perform. I bring my three girls to ASWF on occasion, and uh, he's absolutely one of their favorites. I think when I chimed in earlier – he was saying something along the lines of that about uh, he tries to be a bad guy, but the kids the kids love him, and that, I, that's proof in my three girls. And uh, I, what, what you guys were just talking about with Instagram, he brought up his faction, the Manai, and that's actually what my question was going to be about. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about your uh, your faction, because when I watch you, you come out with I'm assuming is your wife, and, and then like your your apprentice. And I'm kind of wanting to learn the lore, the mythology to the Manai, because I'm still fairly new to ASWF, but, but I know your wife, you know, my girls, they love her. So I, I just want to I want to learn more about these other characters that you roll with and how you how you concepted the, the Manai. I'm saying that right, correct? Yes, you are. Well, so, in all honesty, so oh, go ahead. So, yeah, so go ahead and tell us a little bit about your faction. Okay, well, uh, there has been several interchanging parts to an extent, but the primary parts of it have been myself and, yes, my wife, uh, Asa Morta. Uh, and now, right now, we have uh, the Suicide King, Ray Ray, who has been wrestling in, around, in and around Arkansas for about 17 years. So I'm learning a lot from him as well. But basically, we're just a bunch of psychopaths that will do whatever it takes to accomplish whatever goal we have set. And I actually, yeah, I put that together. It's great the way you guys carry it out and, and your laughter when you come in the ring. It's great. Uh, your entrance theme is some twisted version of the Lost Boys thing. I don't know where you found that. I've looked for it all over YouTube. Can't find it. Uh, it's it's a beautiful spectacle. But uh, like, I you guys have like a you have like a book. It looks almost like uh, y'all ever seen oh, the Evil Dead. The Evil Dead, y'all have a Necronomicon-looking book, and I was wanting to learn if that had anything to do with the lore, if that was kind of like the Undertaker's urn and controls you, or how that worked. Oh, it's ba- that is the book of Manai. It is basically uh, a scripture that we live by, 
And that's about all I can tell you, Bubba. Granny, your phone is making. Uh, well, we got the catechismal guest here. We got about, uh, well, we got about uh, ten minutes here before we wrap this up. So, uh, the other thing I was going to ask you, catechism, is, um, you know, being a mass wrestler, uh, you know, you kind of have an advantage when you think about it, because, uh, you know, you can go out, you can actually wrestle twice in one night. You can go out there and wrestle in your mass, and then if they need another wrestler, you can go out uh, without your mask. They won't even know. Well, to an extent, because I have, like, my mask is open mouth, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of gray hairs in the beard, and I'm missing a bunch of teeth, so that kind of puts me at a disadvantage on that part, and then I would also have to make sure I had long sleeve shirt on and stuff, because I've got very distinguishable tattoos that would stand out in a heartbeat, but I mean, originally, Wait, you you're missing that a couple was, of teeth? Uh, probably more than a couple. That sounds like Arkansas, so uh, that's pretty, it's pretty fitting. Well, it's from multiple headbutts, uh, uh, and legitimately yeah. headbutts and, and really stiff super kicks. Uh, mm. Well, you know, I'll tell Sweet you, uh, music. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, save, uh, I'll save Big Swing the trouble. Have you ever been accused of lying through your tooth? No, you got to have a tooth till I threw it. I had to. That was too easy. Well, you know, I'll tell you. You know, this is this is just been awesome, and you know, you mentioned you know the people in your faction and all this. Now, let me ask you this: What would we have to do to have you hook us up with them so we can get them on our show as well? Uh, Ray would maybe a possibility. Uh, the issue with Asa is uh, other obligations at this time frame uh, with her regular daily life or shoe job, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, she works at this time frame, so uh, that would be a very difficult thing for her. But uh, I could talk to Ray and see. If he would be interested, All right. well, he uh, has done a, a lot around this area. Well, you know, and you know, I'm sure you're probably worried that uh, the icon might try and steal your wife from you. I understand that. I, you know, there's, there's oh. a lot of uh, <laughs> oh, icon. <laughs> there, there's look, there, look, there's a lot of uh, male wrestlers that won't let their wives come on because of the icon's charm and all that. So I, I understand where you're coming from there. Oh, that's a, that's okay. My wife already has low standards, so it's okay, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, so they'd be perfect for him then, yeah. Well, um, you know, some people have compared us to a cult type thing, so I guess yeah. you know, I just I, I I got her to join the cult, and now she don't know how to leave. Uh, so, <laughs> oh boy, uh, that was good. You know, okay, one of the questions question I had for you, you know, uh, with, with your mask. Now, did did you design that? Uh, did you find it somewhere? Uh, what, who designed your mask? Uh, well, the design I did uh, find uh, about 15 years ago, 
and then uh I added like the the weird braids and stuff myself because uh, you know I'm the one person that can have hair and not have hair at the same time uh but yeah the primary design I cannot remember exactly where I where I saw it but I researched it to make sure like it wasn't one that was being used like in actual like in in luchador wrestling or 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 around the states from what I could find I wanted to make sure it wasn't something I didn't look like I was just copying off of somebody else uh but I do have my mask custom made uh, uh a lot of people mess you know don't like so there's a lot of people that don't like the site and all but they do a really good job on my mask uh elucha i have them custom make it and a lot of people's had issues with them me personally i've never had a problem with them i've had them make about six masks for me so far now do you have all the same color or different colors uh they're they're the same primary colors uh uh red red black and white just different variations on it. And like I've had to retire, I've had to retire like three of them uh, because I do, I end up doing a lot of hardcore stuff sometimes. And so (laughs) after a few years, you get a lot of wear and tear on them, you know? Well, that's understandable. We have a catechism of guests here. We got about uh, five minutes here. Uh, You know, we, uh, we do uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule, and, uh, you know, uh, we know that you need to get back to the cult, but uh, uh, real quick here, i got to ask you a couple ego questions. Uh, the first one is uh, the icon that made you a collector's card in Synergy on Facebook Messenger. No one cares about the collector's card icon. Oh, what was that? Well, you know, uh, the icon made you a collector's card in Synergy on Facebook Messenger. What do you think of that? I really, really like it. Uh, I, I, I was trying to get you to change the name on it. Oh, my God. Uh, Who the hell cares? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Big But I do Queen. like it. All right. I and do like it, though. Now, uh, every week see, we hear the same question. Well, you know, if, uh, as you've seen, it, we, do have, uh, we do have callers. We do have a lot of listeners. Uh, are you willing to send us some autographs for some giveaways as well? Uh, yeah, I've got some. Don't send them. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have some new pictures coming in. Uh, I'm just waiting on them to get, come in because I'm having them done. I'm not doing the Walmart thing or nothing like that. I'm actually having them done a little bit better this time because last time I did, you know, the cheaper version. Yeah, that didn't work out very well. So, but I'm just waiting on them to come in now. Well, what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll send you an address and then uh, you can send them and then we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll do some uh, giveaways here uh, uh, when we get them. Most definitely, most definitely, I have no problem with that at all. Awesome, we appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, with, uh, Catechism is our guest, uh, and real quick here, uh, if our fans wanted to uh, uh, come see you uh, live, when is your next event? Where is it? Uh, how do they get tickets? And uh, who is your next opponent? Uh, well, my next opponent has not been named yet because at my last show, I won a number one contenders match for the heavyweight title at ASWF. Uh, that match will be in, uh, uh, was it February 15th? 
and ASWF presents. Well, I'm getting break. a uh, I'm getting a notification here actually. Um, Cataclysm, uh, is it alright if I put a spoiler out in the air real quick about it? Because I, I do know okay. your next opponent. Yeah, oh, your, really? your next opponent is actually Otto Von Clutch. Hey, man, I would love that. Come on. <laughs> I'll take you to the woodshed, how they would say in Arkansas, brah. I'll be dropping that surfing elbow on that 40-year-old back of yours, and you'll be out of the business for good. Hey, 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 I am 39, thank you. <laughs> you see, I'm kind of like a matchmaker. I, I'm kind of like the matchmaker. I mean, but, but, but in a literal sense. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm the reason that, that I, I'm the one who, who threw the gas on the fire with this Tombstone Jesus thing. I, I'm, I should be your booker, Otto. You should, make, you should just pay me to be your booker. I'll get you all the big-time matches and, and, all, the, and all the stuff. And, and it, it's just, we'll, we'll talk off the air. I, I'm going to be your agent. Anyways, I can't. we do have another call around here. Three, two, three, number. All right, yeah, that that should be that should be our uh, okay. our next guest. Uh, will be uh, uh, that I do believe that is our next guest. So, uh, Catechism, we do appreciate you joining us tonight, and you've been so awesome. And uh, uh, thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. This is awesome. honestly the first time I've did done an interview. So, <laughs> so. Now, we want you to tell all your friends that this is your favorite podcast, and if you want to get yourself over, contact the icon on Facebook and get on the show. You got to tell them that. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. A uh, majority of the people that, that I know around this area, I made sure to send them links, so hopefully they're listening. Mm. And, and show them your – I sent the links to about 100 show them, people. Show them your collector's card and tell them they'll get one too. Exactly. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> All right, no problem. All right, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, thanks, Kat. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. So, Cataclysm, that was cool. I, he's he's an interesting guy. Uh, kind of a horror movie type of laugh, but uh, but but it was kind of I, I wasn't quite sure how to take the laugh there, but it was it was it was interesting because he went from like when he first got on. He went from like uh like kind of I'm like how is this interview gonna go like this is gonna be like talking to like you know like a child like I wasn't sure and then and then he had like the laugh and and then he got like super like intellectual on us and started talking all normal and he was and then he would go back into the laugh like he's definitely an interesting character I think it would be um very very, very entertaining in a show so I, I could see why he uh he gets a lot of popularity it'd be it'd be real real fun to, to see in person. Uh, I, we do have a three two three number on here with us. Uh, yep, I'm gonna put them through. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna step aside, pop to the other studio real quick, but I'll be listening. Um, but yeah, got the other guest on, so I'm gonna put them through right now. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, Miss Victoria has no more secrets after this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping into the room right now, she is. The hottest actress in the history of Hollywood today, and a great political activist. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Victoria Redstall. Hi, I'm Victoria Redstall. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the hosts, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hotster. Awesome. How are you, Victoria? Thanks for joining us again. You are so welcome. It's glad to be. I'm glad to be back. I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we have uh, 
Well, we have uh, well, we have a good forty-five minutes here with you, so we're gonna kind of uh, take this uh, step by step. Uh, you know, uh, we're gonna let you uh, talk about what you're doing uh, on the political stage. We're gonna get to that, but first thing I want to talk about before we get to the political side of it is that you know you you mentioned that uh, you got a new uh, uh, movie or film that you're doing. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. A film that I'm doing? Not currently. I'm doing a lot of stuff uh, on stage and on television, on commercials and on the internet regarding a political person here that's running for Congress, and I'm the spokesperson for the campaign. But a movie right now? I'm not. Nobody's been knocking my door the last couple of weeks. So now, uh, so you're uh, his campaign manager. No, I'm actually no, Chelsea is the campaign manager. I'm been, I'm very honored and proud. They came up to me the campaign for the Mike Garcia campaign. He's running for Congress of our district. That's the 25th district here in California. It's the one where some woman called Katie Hill took the seat for five minutes and should never have taken that seat and destroyed our district. It has been Republican for over 25 years, and uh, Mike Garcia was ready to take her on, and he was in the lead the whole time, and then she dropped out that we now have a couple of people who've now suddenly reared their heads and they've come out of the woodwork by the name of George Papadopoulos, I'm sure you've heard of him, and Steve Knight, yep. who had that seat for four years and lost our seat because he's weak on illegal immigration, he doesn't support our president, and now he's suddenly come back because Katie Hill resigned. But Mike Garcia has been in it the long haul, and he's still in the number one position. It's just a shame that these two people are trying to just kind of uh, grab on at the coattails to go for that seat. It, we need to keep it uh, red. We need to keep it Republican. And Mike Garcia for sure. Congress, I'm his spokesperson and on the campaign full, full time pretty much right now. So you you are uh, you are in a red district. Uh, for those uh, for those of our fans listening that aren't into politics, uh, a red state uh, a red district is usually Republican. Blue is de- usually Democrat, and uh, I, I don't know what independent is, but that's Green. usually few and far between. Green, right? But so anyway, yeah, purple is a little bit of of purple is a little bit of you don't know what the hell's going on and, and who you and who you like. Um. So, Icon, we do have a 661 number on. I, oh, wait, we did have a 661. Okay, well, apparently somebody keeps calling in with a 661 area code, and just as I'm about to put them through, uh, they pop off the line. So I don't know if it's somebody that wants to talk to Victoria about something, um, you know, wants to wants to do whatever, but I'm going to put them through next time to see who they are. Uh, I don't know if they have something they want to ask her or whatnot, but... Just letting you know that they've they've buzzed in and buzzed out like six times already. So, um, well, oh, wait, well, wait, 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 here they are. Hang on, six six one California Kern County. What's up? You know me here. What's second, bro? Oh my God, is this auto on clutch? Yes, it is. Yeah, bro. Oh my God. Uh, okay, you you've had a phenomenal year, winning the podium sports award for best heel of the year in tag team. But how how, how well, do you... hold, hold on here? Hold on one second, uh, caller. Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, if you can hold on, uh, we're gonna uh, interview Victoria. Then uh, you uh, we'll, we'll we'll come back to you at the end. Okay, just hold on. Yeah, okay, I want to give you some time. Victoria has to say. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I want to. 
Yeah, so I want to give you some screw time against Otto. So, but but you know we gotta we gotta we gotta give the guests their time too. But Otto, now I think you might have an idea as to who it is. But if you don't, whatever, you'll find out soon. But caller, stay I on with no us. Idea. No, all right. Well, hopefully you will soon. Maybe this could be another big time match for you. So caller, sit tight. Only a couple minutes left here, and then uh, you guys can have your uh, your bitch fest with each other. So let, let's do this. All right. All right. Okay, Victoria Red Salt is our guest here. We got uh, we got thirty yeah. minutes here uh, with Victoria. So now, the I myself am uh, into the political thing too. You know, I you know I kind of like to stay up on current events and uh, you know what's going on in the world. You know, I I, I have a constant yearning for knowledge. You know, and uh, I I'm not one that you know that uh, has enemies with different political views. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, correct? Would you say? Mm-hmm. I agree. Exactly. So my, my question is, uh, how does uh, one uh, uh, get Victoria Redstall's help uh, with their campaigning? Do they come to you they, or do you call them or is it a mutual gathering? I'm... I, I, it's a good question because I want to answer this question very clearly. I've always been approached, whether it be the sheriff of Los Angeles County, I was approached by them, the 25th district, the 30th district. I happen to live in the 25th district, um, but there's a few districts. So I've been approached, but I actually, for the first time in my life, I offered my services to the Lindsey Graham campaign. And that's a totally different state. That's in South Carolina. And I am so emphatic about making sure that Senator Lindsey Graham gets reelected that I went out of my way to find his team uh, campaign manager on Team Graham. And I said, look, I know I'm not a constituent. I know I don't even speak with an American accent, let alone a South Carolina accent. And I know I can't vote for him, obviously. And I know I live in a different state. But I want to be able to offer my services in a way that nobody else can be Victoria Redstone. I don't know if I've got through to them yet. I don't know. I don't know. I've done a little video because I'm trying to show the difference between a blue state, which is the one I live in. That means a democratic state, which has now become third world. Homeless people are everywhere compared to beautiful South Carolina, a red state, fully Republican, Republican governor, two great Republican senators. So I want blah, to be the blah, living proof. Of, anyway, so I don't want to go on about that, but that is the only campaign I've ever asked to be on was the Lindsey Graham campaign, and I hope to be on it sometime before November 3rd. Uh, the other ones came to me, so I'm full-time over here with Mike Garcia campaign, and I'm loving doing what I do. But if you want to switch to acting and hosting and modeling, I've still got a lot of uh, work that's under my belt, and recent work that I can talk about if you prefer not to talk about politics. So I'm happy to talk about anything because I've had a very, very colorful career. Well, the one thing I do want to ask, though, is you have you have a, uh, an interesting talent. I was wondering if you could show that talent off to us. Uh, you know, I because you know I, I I did promise that you could uh, you know uh, talk about uh, you know your political stance, and I'm glad that you're able to do that. Uh, and I wanted to be able to get that out for you. But you have an interesting ability, and we're hoping, and I'm kind of hoping that you'd be willing to do this now. Um, and I. And I, I I don't know if you know where I'm going here, but I'll kind of explain it. Uh, with, with your with the beautiful accent that you, accent that you do have, but you also have the ability to speak without that accent. Uh, 
could you give us a little preview of that? Because I love your talent that way. I, I can try. I can try that. I can speak like I'm from the South of, in America. I can speak a little bit like I'm I 16 years old and that, get, myself something to eat, get myself something to eat. But I really can't really hold it for a really long time because I'm not really good at it. I can try. Um, but then if I did, if I did um, uh, California, that's just a lazy way of talking English. So let me try California. Um, my name is Victoria, and I came from England about 25 years ago. And I live in the Santa Clarita area, and I have a beautiful dog, good boy, and his name is Max, and he's wagging his tail. And I love him. And um, um, it, I can't keep it up for too long, <laughs> but I, I, I sometimes I've lost, I've lost actually 95% of acting roles and, and hosting roles because I, was, I couldn't do an American accent well. So I've lost a lot of jobs because of it. Don't laugh. But sometimes it goes for me, and sometimes it doesn't. So, uh, Victoria Redstall is our guest here. Uh, Victoria Redstall is our guest here. We got about uh, well, we got about uh, well, we got about 25 minutes here left with uh, Victoria. So, uh, well, what we'll kind of do is we'll kind of go around the room here, and uh, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Victoria and I, and I, I hope she'll 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 reiterate the fact that Victoria and I are, are very good friends and uh, you know uh, I fell in love with her in a certain movie uh, I know she just had a cameo but it was it, it made me fall in love with her and I also want to say Victoria real quick and then we'll kind of go around the room here uh, you had sent me a recipe uh, for a certain snack and I made that for my family for Christmas uh, this year and uh, it was the talk of the table uh, and uh Unfortunately, we were, uh, it was gone before uh, I, I put it on the table, but uh, I appreciate you sending me that recipe. You're welcome. It was cookie dough, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was. And it's funny, I've, I've never even met you, and we've become friends on this, on this show. It's so sweet. But, um, yes, it's cookie dough. I, I eat a lot of cookie dough at not night. Not every night, but most nights during the week. It's just heavenly. And it's, I don't think it's too bad for you if you add in a few raisins. Not the healthiest of eaters. That's a dichotomy. People think I eat healthy, but I actually don't. I eat everything. But a cookie dough is, I just love it. Raw egg. Oof. Yum. Well, we'll, uh, we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, Victoria Redstone is our guest here. Uh, uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Victoria Redstone? Well, guys, I'm actually in the process of taking my husband home because he has to work tomorrow. So I'm going to pass. So I'm just going to listen. So Big Swing, go ahead, or Otto, go ahead, my friend. Well, well let's, uh, I can let Otto go first. All right. Go ahead. Yes. How Otto. are you in Victoria? This is Otto Von Clutch. How are you doing? Good, Otto. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing good. Excellent, hon. I was wondering, darling, how was your time when you were a nanny? I see on here on Wikipedia you were a nanny. How was your time being a nanny? Oh, heaven, because I was in the best country in the world. I, 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 well, my opinion, I'm in love with one country, and that's Spain. That is my country. My heart is always going to be there, and I was plus. Why don't you go back there? there? Because I tell you why. I, I have many reasons. My father has Alzheimer's, which is why I left a very good job out in the ocean three and a half years. So I've come back to... Do you remember if you leave him? 
I, I'm never going to leave my father. He's got Alzheimer's, and I'm here to look after him. But I, I'm not going to go back to Spain because my friends are here. The, what I own is here. My property's here. My acting and hosting and all the stuff I can do politically is here. But if I were here in Los Angeles. I, I live in Los Angeles, yeah, that area. But, in, you know, when I'm 75 or 80 or 85, you know, I've got 45 years to go, I will then consider living in my favorite country. And I'm a proud American citizen, and I love being in America, but that heart of mine is in the country that I, that I went to when I, since I was 18 months old. And I was a nanny when I was 18, when I was plotting my escape from England at 17, and I went straight to live in Spain. And that's when I learned the real Spanish, the pure Spanish, the Spanish the Spaniards speak. And I lived with a gypsy in Spain. I looked after seven Oh, no, you're a gypsy, Victoria. <laughs> I gypsy half, but no, I'm quite sophisticated in life. <laughs> yeah, but I... I yeah, that's funny. I found I, I a gypsy, too. I mean, we all yeah, are gypsies right. icon and big swing. We're all big gypsy lovers. But let me tell you this, Victoria. Who was our? I'm sorry, Veronica. Who was the um someone that you Victoria. worked with that really just stood out to you, Victoria? It who really Victoria. stood out to you, and uh, just something that you're really proud of that you worked alongside that actor or actress? Or I know you're uh, an accomplished author too. You wrote a lot of great. Even though I haven't read Martin more than probably a hundred. No, let me answer both questions. Martin Lawrence was one of the most wonderful guys. I also did Frost Nixon. Most of my part was cut. I was a makeup artist for Frost Nixon, and I forget the name of that actor. Love that. English guy. Oh, what's his name? I forgot his name, but I was his makeup artist. And he, of course, got an English sense of humor, so he and I have had banter back and forth all day. I love people with sense of humor. And he was wonderful. That was Frost Nixon. But I I, I did With Martin Lawrence? You worked with Martin Lawrence? I work with Martin Lawrence, and you see, the funny thing is, I was on set on with Martin Lawrence last week. Oh, I lost. He's I awesome. Been the guy in fifteen he, years. He's a great man. Uh, he, he's, he's a he, he's a great man, exactly. And he's a really nice, down to earth guy. And he's a bundle of fun. He's a bundle of energy. So with my energy and his energy, it was like we just blew everyone out of the dynamite. Water. You know, we either wore people out or we everyone was energized by us. I mean, we were fun. I mean, it's like we were like kids at school. Him, him and I. So he was great on that movie, but I was in acting school. That was like the first, that's what I got my SAG card on that movie. So that was, you know, nothing wow. to lose. With Tim Robbins, a bit stoic, not, nothing bad to say about people, but he's a bit stoic, not my kind of person. But Martin Lawrence, heck, he's a great guy, fun as could be. Uh, and then, of course, I forget the name of Frost Nixon. Oh, he's a wonderful actor, and I haven't got a computer in front of me to look him up, but he's wonderful. And he was just a sense of humor, very dry, wonderful guy. So, I mean, I, you know I, he's gonna he's gonna call you next week saying how'd you forget that? I, yeah, I don't think he's got my phone number. I think he's probably very happily married living in England. But I but that one day that I was on set all day and I was putting makeup on and it was just a joke. It was wonderful. Some really great people here in America. There really are. That's I'm sure he must have been a Republican. Well, you, <laughs> Sorry, you, I had mentioned, to throw that uh, you mentioned Frost Nixon. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Michael Sheen. That's it. Michael Sheen, that's the one. <clears throat> Lovely guy. Yeah. Yes. And you know oh, the other sweet. cool yeah. thing, uh, uh, the other cool thing about that movie is, uh, you know, you were uh, being in that movie and being working on that set. You can actually be part of uh, uh, five, uh, uh, the five phases of Kevin Bacon because he was in that movie too. So people can link you to Kevin Bacon like they can do every other actor in, in Hollywood. Oh geez, I yeah. Do you really want to be? Bacon. Yeah, but I mean, Kevin Bacon is, is uh, 
I don't know, man. I, I, I like Kevin Bacon, but I also don't like Kevin Bacon. It, it, it's a long thing for me. It's a, it's a lot to explain here, but, um, so Victoria, I, I guess the main thing I'm going to get into, and I know we got, we got some people itching to, to get on talk to Otto, but, uh, honestly, you're, you're more important at the moment. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to get into politics with this or get political with this, um, simply okay. because yeah, well, 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 just, just because I know, uh, you know, you're a Republican. I, I mean, obviously so am I, um, I, I know I don't want to get into a political debate here with, with icon. Cause I know how to chime in about something. Um, I mean, I, we, we both live in very, uh, democratic States, uh, New York and California. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes to all that, I am, you know, very, very, very much, you know, pro Trump and all that stuff. So I, but, but again, I'm not going to get into all the reasons why and all that. I am going to ask, however, when you, I, I guess, you know, you've been in all sorts of different things and you've been all sorts of different people. Um, I guess your, your main, the main thing that got me was, was nannying when you were in Spain. What do you think, what, well, was there a certain particular circumstance in your life that uh, sort of shaped you to the person that you are today? Was there something that happened to you, positive yeah. or negative, that sort of made you, mm-hmm. you know, made Victoria Redstall like who, who, who we see every day when we look her up? Yeah, let, let me, yeah, let me answer that one. I'm, I'm glad you get, yeah, I love these questions, but I had no idea what these questions. I'm just so glad they sprung at me. But no, what changed my life, I changed everything into a positive, even if it is a negative. So I was mm-hmm. sent to boarding school at 11. It's a very, very sore point. I have uh, done the forgiving that I needed to do but to my mother, and we're very, very close now. But at 11 years old, uh, she was a stay-at-home mother with one child because I'm an only child, and I was sent to boarding school. I mean, I was the joke of the school because the 11-year-olds mm. that I was in class with and in dormitories with because I would sleep in a bedroom with six other girls – they were like, oh, how can your mother love you? You're an only child, and you live 30 minutes from the school. My mother works every day, and I've got four brothers and sisters. Or they live in Oman. And, and I was the joke of the school. So I was felt uh, abandoned at the age of 11. So, I mean, it was the most painful year and a half of my life until I got to 12 and a half. And then the pain suddenly stopped, and I'm like, I don't need anyone. I just I make a family where I go. So my family became boarding school. And everything was fine, and I loved my parents, but I didn't need to see them. And then my family became the gypsies in Spain. And then I left the gypsies, and I came to America. And my family is, and currently is, for the last 25 years, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. It will always be my family. So I create families where I go. So the positive out of going to boarding school made me a very independent girl. So I can go, you know, years without being in a relationship with anyone, and then I'm in a great relationship with somebody. So it's not like I've ever needed that relationship or needed to be with family members I grew up with. I've never needed anything like that. So I've been able to have high morals because I taught myself my own morals and because I saw around me how people behave, women behave badly, and I knew I would never be like those women, and I still say that today at my age of being in my mid-40s. So that, that is what molded me into the person I am, being independent and surviving in such pain, it makes you stronger. And then forgiving. It's the forgiving part. My mother not understanding why she needed to be forgive, forgiven. Um, and it's all fine now. And now I'm kind of much, much closer to my mother because I've forgiven her and yeah. we're making up for lost, lost time. 
Victoria Redfall is our guest here. We got about um, oh, we got about fourteen minutes here left uh, with Victoria. Now, um, I, I, I'm kind of, we're kind of looking at uh, you know you know I've, I followed your career you know uh, with uh, of course nothing to lose and another one of my favorite movies that you were in Escape Artist which was really really good uh, you know but we have uh, I have a couple uh, questions here that are uh, being uh, tweeted to me. Uh, would you be willing to answer those questions if I if yeah. now they're not coming from me? They may sound like me, but they're not coming from me. So, uh, would you be willing to a- answer some fan questions that are listening right now? Yeah, absolutely. Bring them on me. Okay, there's um uh, apparently this uh, fan. I he he's been searching on the internet looking for some of your pictures online. Uh, he was wondering about uh, this picture if it's real or not. Uh, he's saying that uh, there's a picture of you. Uh, you're wearing uh, blue jeans, and you have, like, a red, white, loose scarf and no top and just your hands covering your thing. Is that a Photoshop or is that a real picture is the question? Oh, I've never had a photograph. I know I'm very proud of it. I've never had a photograph photoshopped. So that is, is really me. And that – and I also have to, to stress I've never taken a nude picture or a topless picture. So – they're not out there. There's nothing that anyone's going to find on me. But I did a shoot because there was a company that came after me that had something to do. It was a, it was something, Texas neckties, which has got some kind of beads in the tie, and it cools the body down. So if you notice, I've got the water was sprayed on me. Um, I leant back a little bit, so I look like I've got this flat stomach, and I really sucked my stomach in. But, yes, that was me. That was definitely me, and it was for the Texas neckties that I was representing at the time. And uh, another question here is, um, they uh, they were wondering if uh, if you were a lingerie model at one time in your career. Yeah, I've done that, but I've done respectful stuff like Victoria's Secret stuff. So I've done absolutely. I don't know what brands because they've been various brands. Sometimes I'll do a shoot for swimsuits, lingerie, all in one whole day. I get booked by my agency, and I do one day, and I don't know what it's going to be. I obviously, I've done the audition, or they've seen my pictures. Usually, it's the audition in person. Then I do the shoot. So then it could be the same company. It has bikinis. It may have trousers. It may have shirts, and it may have lingerie. But as long as it's respectful lingerie, it's not showing my private parts, I'm more than happy to do it because the private parts are covered. That's the most important thing, to cover the private parts. You don't show that to everybody. And uh, the other, the other follow-up question is that uh, when, you're, when you're doing the, these photo shoots, do you get to keep what you're wearing in the photo shoots is the question. Yes, yes, nearly always. And the last commercial I did was right before I left the sea three and a half years ago for Copperfit. And I've seen a couple of those. And I, I was in a gym, so I had all the socks. I had all the, gyms, um, the gym clothes, which is fabulous. And then I was on the yacht, so I had these floating dresses. So that, that kind of is one of the perks that goes along with the good money that you get for just a day shoot. And um, that was all Copperfit. Copperfit it's, an, it's a well-known company. So they have all this clothing line. So I was, uh, I've got a load of clothes here that I certainly didn't buy, and I was given. So, yeah, that's another perk of the job. So I, I guess if they, if they ask you to uh, appear in a magazine with uh... – with a bra made of diamonds and they let you keep that, you'd be all for that. I would, but I'm not a materialistic girl. I'm quite simple. So, uh, yeah, that'd be nice, but it'd be far better for somebody who's I'm, – I'm pretty down to earth and low maintenance. So diamonds are nice, but, you know, diamonds are more important when they're given to you by, let's say, a family member or somebody who you're in a relationship with, I think. But I'd keep it. Uh, 
Victoria Red Falls, I guess, too. we got about uh, 10 minutes here left with Victoria. Now, uh, the other cool thing that, uh, you know, Otto Von Clutch kind of uh, touched on it, uh, he mentioned uh, that, you know, you are an author, and uh, you wrote a few books. Um, uh, I, it looks like you wrote a few books about the serial killers. Now, the question is, uh, did you uh, interview any of the serial killers themselves? Did you meet any of them? Uh, and if you did, oh, yeah. did it was just like uh, like a freak out show or or no, you... very sensible. No, let me let me answer. Let me just go back to the basics. When I was eleven in England, oh. we had family, very close family friends murdered by a mass murderer. So from the age of eleven, it had such a huge impact on my life that I actually then started to study these kind of monsters mass murderers, serial killers. When I was given the opportunity of, over in America by a production company that I'd only ever done commercials for to host a show, they wanted me to host something on serial killers. I said I'd rather not host it. I'd rather be off camera and interview the killer. And that was the first time I ever interviewed a serial killer was somebody who's on death row now by the name of Wayne Adam Ford. He was my first ever serial killer that I went to the trial every day. I got the exclusive rights because I interviewed him in the San Bernardino County Jail before he got to death row. And um, the fake news in 2009 went completely nuts on me. That's before the fake news was known to be the fake news. And they were saying the model and the serial killer, the headlines of the LA Times. It ruined my entire life and my livelihood for a year. So after that, I mean, I didn't give up on that uh, the genre that I was going for, because from there, I, I went out and I helped homicide detectives with cases that they had that were open cases, Florida, Oregon, Oklahoma, Illinois, Florida death row. Um, I've been everywhere, and I've interviewed many, many killers and serial killers. And um, But the fake news ruined my life for that year and a half. And it's, uh, it's, it's a bit tough when you have, I know what Donald Trump's going through, put it that way, on a much smaller scale. Well, I'm kind of curious. You know, you, you know, you mentioned you interviewed these serial killers, and you mentioned them. Now, when you are interviewing them, uh, you're obviously in the same room with them, or are you not? Are you like, are they like behind a plate glass? You're interviewing with them, a telephone, like in a in a jail, or are you in the same room, or how do, how does that get oh, set up? In the jail, you're always behind plexiglass in a jail and I get the exclusive so I make sure they're not talking to anyone else or ever will talk to someone else because exclusivity is very important to me so they're behind plexiglass when they get to their prison or their death row that's when they're either in a cage and then you are you know you can give them a hug or shake their hand whatever you choose to do but I like to be very so I've given yeah I have given them a hug absolutely because you establish a relationship with them and I I will establish a relationship with them and I will make them comfortable and that is why they open up because I do do that so you know I go in wearing professional clothing but yes I have a relationship for the time I'm working with them and I don't lie to them I'm not going to say that oh I'm going to be forever in your life I will say that I will be in your life for a good period of time and it's you know to to get this book out or it's to get this TV show out or and and sometimes I have stayed in touch with two or three of them because I've said once every six months you know I'll send you a postcard or something like that so I have done that with some and then I've lost touch with others it all depends if I lose exclusivity with them well then I'm not going to be paying any attention to them but oftentimes a production company will call me and they will want me to get some kind of uh, phone recording so I have a communication with with some of them 
to be able to have that phone recording that they have given me permission to because they've given me their exclusive rights to their voice, their life, and everything that goes with that. So I'm able to do that and get it to a production company. So I just write a little postcard to them saying, hey, can you call? And I'll record you on your next call. So it, it works like that. So it kind of works both ways. Because I'm rather fun to talk to on the phone. So they get the benefit of talking to me. And then I get the benefit of getting something to a production company um, on the telephone. And then I am being pitched for my own show. But I'm playing that down because you, you can be pitched for a show and 1% of them get picked up. But the show is based on DNA and me going out getting DNA from various people who are wrongly, possibly wrongly convicted. That's obviously not serial killers, but that's people in prisons today that are wrongly convicted. So it's a bit of a broader story, but I'm being uh, pitched to that right now. Well, I'm going to throw this out there, you know, because, uh, you know, it, it's my ego talking here, of course. And uh, as, as my friend, you kind of know I kind of do have a little bit of an ego. But if you just – if this show does get off uh, off the ground and uh, you need an assistant like someone to carry your bags or uh, get you water or tea or – Cappuccino in between shoots. I'm your guy. That is so sweet. I will remember that. (laughs) I will remember that. But I I don't want to do anything before November 3rd. I'm very busy up until then. But if it happens before, I'll have to take some time off and fly out to whatever state for a few days and get the DNA and come back. And then the production company will do what they do. So I'm just talent on it. You know, I'm the talent and the host and the person that goes into the prison. They've got a psychiatrist, they've got the cop, they've got everybody on board ready to go. So they're pitching it. I don't have to do the pitching part. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I know uh, this will be a political question, but it, I'm going to ask you two political yeah, questions. Yeah, back in there. Oh, so, great. Okay. My favorite so, subject. Okay. My, my question is, uh, have you met the president? No, I haven't. I would love to meet him. I've never met him. And uh, would you uh, ever consider writing a book about the president, what he's going through now with, you know, the fake news and all this stuff going on? I relate to him so well. I, after my fourth book, I said, that's it, no more books. I did say that. It is the most uh, tedious process of my life. Writing a book takes, you know, years and every day you're working towards that book. It's it's a lot of work. I think that I've given up on that. I want to go more into the field of politics, possibly be, you know, the mayor of this town or on the city council. I want to run for governor of the state. I mean, that's maybe a long shot, but I'm so excited about politics and I'm learning every day that I want to move forward in that world. I want to maybe go to Washington, D.C. and be right in there with the thick of things. I want to try to see California. Well, California's got a huge, huge homeless problem right now. It's the worst in the country. But um, uh, I, Icon, um, we have a 347 number on. I don't know if that's a guest or if that's a caller, but I can put them through quick. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Caller, 347, what do you got? Yeah, 347, New York City. What's up? Yeah, brah. What's cracking? You're on the air. Hey, yeah. Yes, hi. What's going on, brother? Hey, how you doing, bro? Yeah, um, I was just wanted to know how, like, uh, well, I live in New York, Brooklyn, New York yep. City. I just wanted to know um, how to start off to become a wrestler. Oh, to be a professional uh, wrestler. If you hang on the line yeah, for the next five Homer. minutes, we'll talk to you about that. 
Yeah, literally yeah, five minutes. Right. Let, let us just finish up with Victoria here, and then and then uh, Otto we'll, Bob we'll Clark, you know the right who actually way. is a wrestler, would we'll, we'll love to would love to talk to you about that. So you wait like five okay, minutes. Yeah, right. we'll put him on hold. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, cool. I'll tell you what, Victoria Red Souls are against here. We got about uh, two minutes okay. to live with Victoria. Now, uh, uh, I, you know, Victoria, I'll tell you what. This is the the second time that uh, you've been on with us, and uh, I'll understand if you turn me down for being on the third time, but uh, we would love to have you on again. I, I would love to. Hopefully it'll be a bit more organized next time, but I would love to be on again. You just let me know. There's always something going on in my life, so I've always got something to say what I'm doing. My life is like a, a movie every day. So, yeah, let me know when, so, and I'm there. All right, so if our fans wanted to, uh, you know, check you out and see what you're doing and what you're up to, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, uh, you got a GoFundMe, what do you got? I've got, yes, absolutely. I've got a website, www.victoriaredstall.com. I've got a Facebook, two pages. One is a like page and one is a regular friend page. I have Instagram and Twitter. I'm not amazingly good on those two, but I love Facebook. So, yes, find me anyway. I've got email and I've got the website. So I'm up on all of that. And uh, she is friends with the icon. Uh, so, you know, check it out. Uh, Victoria Redstall, uh, you know, tell her the icon sent you. And then she, she may French and she may not. Uh, but it is what it is. I'll tell you what, Victoria, uh, thank you so much. You have been just awesome, and I do appreciate you being on with us again. And uh, we'll, uh, I'll be in contact with you. We'll definitely have you on again because uh, every time you're on, we get a slew of questions, and everybody wants to ask you more questions. So uh, we'll have to do this under Part 3, uh, The uh, uh, I don't know, in a couple months. Wonderful. That'd be great. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. I'll brush up on my wrestling skills so I could answer that guy's question. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Red stop. Yes. All right. Take care, everybody, and thank you. Thanks hey, for coming. Right, thank you. Bye. All right. So I so, guess. Uh, I guess uh, we got two on now, Icon. We got two on. We've got the gentleman from, from Brooklyn uh, who, who would like to ask Otto Von Klutsch, um, uh, you well, know, what it takes to become a professional quick. wrestler. We have an before 801 we, on, though. Before we do though. that real quick, I know, before yeah, we do excellent. that real quick, though, we we got about uh, 10 minutes left of the show. I want to let everybody know uh, we have a couple legends coming on in the show in the next couple weeks. We have the legend Manny Fernandez coming on. Uh-oh. And we're, we also have a, a, a wrestling legend, the originator of the Four Horsemen, J.J. Dillon, will be on this show. J.J. Dillon? Uh, he is going to be on this show, the originator of the Four Horsemen. That's my special announcement. Uh, and we're also going to have Kristen Allen, the big-breasted babe from uh, the movie Liar Liar in the elevator scene. She's going to be on with us, too. But uh, So uh, go ahead with one call that wants to uh, ask about how and, easy a wrestler. Uh, and also, Icon, you forgot to mention, you forgot to mention, of course, I'm going to be here as well. So, um, I mean, that, that's always a plus. <laughs> We have an 801, which is Salt Lake City, which uh, I think I have an idea who it might be, but who knows? It's not to put the quote. It, it might be. Um, first, we're gonna. Put I don't the, think it is. For, for, no, it might not be. But if we're gonna put the caller from Brooklyn on uh, again. He wanted to ask what it takes to become a professional wrestler. So Icon, Icon, let uh, Otto von Clutch, the resident professional wrestler, answer this one. Yes. What's going on, brother? How's Brooklyn treating you? Good. Yeah, team me, good team me. 
Excellent, brother. Well, let me tell you this advice I can give you to be a professional wrestler. You need to find a wrestling school near you that has someone with some good credentials, someone that actually uh, has done something in the business. I would recommend Knox Pro in, in Southern California, but because you're on the East Coast, bro, there's two places I would suggest. There is uh, the WXW, the Wild Simone School that's in Philadelphia. I would suggest them because, of course, I was trained by Rikishi, you know, and, of course, that's his bloodline over there in Philly. Uh, I would suggest okay. them or go down to uh, maybe even House of Hardcore with Tommy Dreamer. I know he probably has some sort of school over there in Philly. But uh, if you're not willing to leave New York, man, then you got to look at a school around you, you know, because time is always ticking. And if you have that desire inside, do not stop. Believe in yourself and go out there and do it, man. Do not ever let yeah. anyone tell you you cannot do it. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so that's, that's been, like, my goal ever since. Well, and, and that's, that's good to have goals, know, And Clutch is – Autobahn Clutches, you can look him up um, on Facebook or, or Instagram or any of those. Uh, Von Clutch has been, has been highly successful, uh, and, um, you know, he's one of those guys that kind of put the work in and, and is kind of rising up the ranks a little bit here. But, you know, you don't even have right. to be the best athlete because, honestly, with, with the wrestling no. business, the way, the way the wrestling business is, you, you can be a wrestler, but you can also be in the business. You can be manager, commentator, background, something. You can start in the business. Hell, you can start on the ring crew and work your way up and eventually mm-hmm. become a wrestler Absolutely. as well. So, right. I mean, also send, right. send resumes out. I mean, I know Stanford, Connecticut, or Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, being a New Yorker myself, I know Greenwich, Connecticut is a lot closer to you than Philadelphia is. It's about an hour and a half as opposed right. to about four hours. But um, you okay. go to uh, you, you go to that and, and send in a resume. WWF say, hey, what can I do? Let me do an internship. Let me do whatever, and, and just get involved in the business that way somehow. Also, uh, or find a local professional wrestling underground something somewhere. You know, like, like Otto. Uh, I, I, actually, I'll look up for you. Uh, in a, in a couple of minutes here, what what some of the um, undergrounds are near near Brooklyn, and I'll, I'll post them to our website. But uh, look up an okay. underground wrestling. Ask if you, if you can intern with them, or ask if you can practice with them, or ask if you can do whatever if they got a gym nearby. So I mean, there's, there's a fans out there too. But it's just dedication. Yeah, that's have, really what it is. I had before. It's just that a little situation that happened. A little well, I would I would say a uh, speed bump like on towards the journey because I had wrestled with oh well trained with Joel Maximo if y'all know him. Oh sure, okay. Okay. Yeah, and well when I was there that was on um, fighting spirit wrestling but it was like I said, it was a little speed bump until where I was going a little situation to where I had stopped. Well, remember but now remember every you know, everyone has a violin story. Don't let it be a, a sob story. Just keep your head up. Keep right, trucking right. Just believe in yourself, and you are going to do this, my man. You will find something. Just uh, put it out there in the universe. I feel like you already have. And uh, thank you for calling in, bro. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Maybe we can book you against Icon in your first match. It'll be an easy win. So, we'll put it in that way. But, anyway, yeah, thank you so much. 
but but yeah, stay tuned. Uh, keep, keep listening every week. I mean, we always have we always have uh, wrestling legends on, and not just underground guys. Yeah. I mean, we've talked to Buff, we we've talked to Buff Bagwell, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Ken Shamrock, yeah. uh, Backlund, those guys too. So every once in a while, we'll have yeah, some guys on like that also. So uh, who? Who yeah, I can? Oh yep, 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 yep. So that that that's very true. Also, um, so yeah, I mean, just that'd be the best advice, man. Stick with it, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to help you out, you know, best we can. If you if you want to call in, you know, at any point, we'll we'll try to give you some advice and help you out. Uh, we we got we got eight minutes left here, Icon. Yes, not a problem. So we we love all of our fans and fellow New Yorkers. We got to help you out. Um, Icon, we do have eight oh one number here. Uh, let's call in the eight oh one number. Who's uh, who's this eight oh one? 801, what's cracking? <laughs> this is referee John Godfrey, a.k.a. Johnny Utah, from oh, Devotion crap. Championship Wrestling in Salt Lake City, Utah. Are you the one that put the one jump on real quick in the and, uh, match? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, uh. I've been working with Otto for quite a while. I'm, I'm glad he was able to find his father. You know, we're going to see how that saga continues. And yeah. uh, I'm excited for the, the next show. It's called Annihilation. It's on the 25th uh, of January down wrestling at the Gateway. So anybody that's in this area can come out and check it out. I'd also like to second Otto when he comes to Knox Pro because that's where I first met Otto Von Clutch was at Knox Pro. So he and I trained there. I came all the way from Utah to go down there to fulfill my dreams of being a great referee. And that's where I went. Guys come from all over the world to go. I'm going to make that suggestion to your buddy from Brooklyn that he needs to go yeah. in there too. So, you know, oh, okay. Devotion Championship Wrestling, we've got the, the heel champion, Chad Thomas, coming up to wrestle the Devotion Championship Wrestling heavyweight champion, Manny Lemons, in the main event. And, and guys, I've got a spoiler alert for you. I've got a spoiler yeah. alert for you right now. Vince Russo. Love him or hate him. He's got a major announcement that he's going to be making hmm. at our next show, one. Annihilation. Hmm. Now, what do you think of that? Oh, hey, hey man. You, oh, know, he's a good, I, you know, he is a brand, and I and I can work on that for you. Try to get him on the Attitude Era. You know who give else? Give an opportunity you know to speak with him. You know what I would let, love? Let, I would let, also let, love Jim Cornette if that's possible. I don't know how the hell we yeah. get him, but that'd be awesome. Well, no, Jim, okay, you, you really, hey, hold on a second. You really Is, have Jim at the same time? Oh, the fireworks. Well, like, cool. I mean, would you, do you really want to have Jim Cornette on when he talks like this? No, he's a heel. He's coming out of a box, mother. You know, that, that's yeah, Jim Cornette. Uh, yeah, I know, wait, but, but his hatred for Vince Russo, I, we, don't, we don't even need to talk. We just put our microphones on mute, put those two on, and let them go, and you got a two-hour program right there. So that would be amazing. Yeah, this is Jim Cornette. This is Jim Cornette about uh, about uh, Vince Russo. I'm gonna pee on his grave. If I'm in a wheelchair, they're gonna stand me up. I'm gonna pee on his grave. Oh He's my goodness! I, I never, I That's never what? knew you had a dislike for Jim Cornette, there, Icon. What oh, the heck, sc- really? Sc- screw that bastard. Anyway. But I'll tell you what. Anyway, if you okay. Up with, All right. If you okay. hook us up with Russo, uh, we will do a whole show with just him. And I'll tell you what. Everybody's giving him a bad rap. I myself have always been a fan of his. Uh, for what he was given, he did the best for what he was given. And I'll tell you what. 
I've always been a fan of Vince Russo. We'll do a whole show with just him. Uh, if you can get a, get me hooked up with him, uh, Otto Von Clutch has got my number. You can pass it to him and have him call me. Well, well, I'll tell you what. We'll even do two shows with him if that's what he wants. Uh, nice. That's, that's what we want to do. Nice. Hey, that sounds like a great thing for me. And you know what? I was one of those people that was on the fence about Vince Russo. I was on the fence, and I didn't know, hey, is this guy a good dude or a bad guy? Does he really know what he's talking about, or is he full of it? And I'll tell you what, just meeting the guy, going through a training with him, he's a genius, folks. I know a lot of people are going to hate me saying that, but he's a genius. If you really, really look at what he's done for the business to get – the amount of people that he had watching during the Attitude Era, I mean, come on. Some of that is not just all bra and panty stuff. That guy is smart. No, he is single-handedly so, the know. reason. He is single-handedly the reason why the Attitude Era was what it was. I mean, everybody wants to, you know, complain about oh, he went to WCW, he killed WCW, and oh, he did this, he did that. Well, I definitely think that he, you know. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't just do the sexualized stuff. What I liked about Vince Russo was that he treated it like a story, like a soap opera in a way, where every single storyline was four, five, six, seven weeks of buildup before it comes to the climax at a pay per view or at a whatever. But you became ingrained in these storylines with these characters like you do when you're watching, you know, like, like you got a program you watch every week, you know, your your local drama show you watch every Tuesday or whatever. You become involved in those characters and in those shows. It was kind of like that. You were watching it almost like you watch your, your, your drama programs. And it really, it really kind of stuck with people because of the way that he wrote them. And when the, when the climax happened, you were like, wow, that was so cool. So, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things. I I think that's one of the biggest things missing from wrestling today. Oh, yeah. Just going to say it. It's all all just willy-nilly now. Like, everything that they put out doesn't make any sense. It, like, happens so quickly. And sometimes I'll be watching these pay-per-views and go, yo, I don't care about either of these matches because they never gave me a reason like, you know what I'm saying? They, like, they, they didn't give me a reason to care about this match. I don't know about this character. I don't know anything about their rivalry, why they hate each other, what happened to them. They're just kind of thrown in there because they're good athletes. And I'm like, uh, you know, they, they need somebody who knows how to write back in there. I totally agree. Yeah, and, you know, we talk about real life. We talk about Otto and Tombstone Jesus, them trying to figure out really what's going in their life right now. You know, that's 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 not just a storyline. That's an actual, like, event that's yeah. happening. It's something and, and, that's, and, and, that's but that, that is a type of storyline that Vince Russo would, would write. Like, like the, the can, can I mention would, something on this real quick? With. Yeah. When, when, when I met Vince for the first time last month, uh, he was very intrigued with this uh, storyline, this, this uh, real-life sure. drama that's happening. And he just, I mean, bro, within literally freaking 20 minutes, this guy had different crazy ideas that every one of them would have worked. I mean, this guy mm-hmm. is a f- fucking genius, dude. I'm telling you, man. Oh, of this course. Russo and, is a genius. And I would love to pick his brain a little bit, being being a radio personality myself, but also 
you know, also loving the Attitude Era and loving everything he brought to the table. Uh, would love to pick his brain. But, Icon, they are kicking us off here. We do have, um, you know, NFL playoff coverage and all that happy horseshit to do here on the ESPN station. So they are cutting us off. But, uh, but yeah, uh, the, 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 the Utah Utah referee, we would love to talk to you a little bit more uh, as well. You want to call in. Um, and, uh, and Otto, obviously, always welcome. Otto's show is debuting, by the way. We still have to come up with a name for it. But debuting, by the way, in March. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Also, this episode will be uploaded on Anchor.fm uh, shortly after this, if you want to catch it over there as well. And uh, we will see you guys next Monday. Same place, same spot. FM Blog Talk Radio, doing it double. Dead man walking. You've done it now.